Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time to Sit for a Spell. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> See? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Too so spunky. Too spunky. Too spunky. No, it's not too spunky. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, man. Welcome to Sit for a Spell Welcome. Podcast. I'm a very loud Jess today. And I'm James. I, I don't know. I'm pretty loud normally, I guess. Yeah. I'm usually not that loud, but I had just this is our how spunky I was feeling. And it yeah. came out in my hello. Yeah. I like it. <sighs> and that Also, this is our... Um, third attempt to do this today yeah the internet's not being fun today yeah and we're also trying try a new recording setup like mm. programs to hoping the audio mm-hmm. has improved i think so i think so too i think so but um so i mean no one's complaining about, about it about yet it. <laughs> no i think it's, it's pandemic just, guys i think it's just us trying to we're just we just want to yeah. make it the best listening experience for you possible exactly <sighs> but um it's very it was yeah we tried to do this this morning mm-hmm. um it's like sunday evening right now yeah so we we're like okay either in the morning or in the evening because it's hotter than anything right now <laughs> It's so hot. It's quite warm. Yeah. My air conditioner. It's hot. Our state is on fire. What are we supposed to do? So much fire. So many fires. And for so many reasons. Like that one big fire, I think off the 15, I think that was arson. Or there was one of the really big ones was arson. And then we've had all those lightning storms. Mm-hmm. And so it was like some ridiculous number, like twelve thousand lightning strikes, yeah, which caused like, like a world record thousand fires. And it's like, well, here we go. Oh, I yeah, and fire season has just started, like barely. Yeah, um, yeah, we're in California, so we're used to fires, but not this. This many. is just. Uh, but I mean, lot. what could you expect for twenty twenty? So I mean, I'm not surprised whatsoever. True. Also, this reminds me, I had a dream mm. uh, maybe like three nights ago about, about fire? fires. Ooh. Or that mm. I think I was, uh, well, I looked it up. So I had a dream. There was like lightning storms. Well, first of all, it started, it was daytime. I was living in a place where it wasn't really my house, but I like in my dream, I was like, oh, this is my house. Mm-hmm. And um, there was like fires coming and then the smoke was making the the sky dark. Mm-hmm. And then the darkness that the that the fires brought started lightning storms. Yeah. And then the lightning storms started catching more stuff on fire. Oh, no. And, like, my son was there, but he was small. He was, like, maybe, like, five. Because I was trying to get him. <laughs> I was trying to get him to, like, pick which toys he wanted to bring with him. <laughs> it was very stressful. And... um Every like all those surrounding houses around me were like burned to the ground except oh, no. for mine. Hmm. It was weird. And then like the lightning strikes were like exploding houses. Oh, it was it was very sounds kind of dramatic. dramatic. <laughs> it was very dramatic. Well, I looked up lightning strikes. Mm-hmm. I think like the next day when I woke up, mm-hmm. and it was all good stuff. Huh. So interesting. I mean, I'm gonna choose to believe that. Yeah, do it. It's 2020. Yeah. We all need a little some... bit more in 2020. Yeah. A little more to something. Something. So. I've been having. Was... Sorry, what were you going to say? No, that's just my quick little, my quick little remembering my dream from last week. <laughs> oh, I've been having um, very just randomly vivid dreams. They're so freaking weird, man. Yeah, you remember so it? Weird. Uh, no, not really. Like, just like random, kind of like day to day things. Like, I'll remember them like right when I wake up, and then I'll be like, "Geez, that was like vivid." Yeah, yeah, and it's gone. Like, they're just gone. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. Yep. It's been interesting. I don't know. It's been interesting. That's for sure. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Well, things are stressful. Um, As always. Pandemic. Mm -hmm. Fires. Mm -hmm. um, Conventions. Mm -hmm. uh, Republican and Democratic conventions are happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are, what, like 70 days Less than 70 days, two months from our election. Mm-hmm. So things are getting heated. Um, heated, yeah. We have a presidential election this year in the United States. I'm sure the entire world has heard about it. Y'all know, everyone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We are kind of in our little Southern California liberal bubble here, which is it's nice. Definitely a real bubble. Definitely. Because I have lived in different places and I've lived in different states and this bubble is no joke. It is a real bubble. Yeah. Well, yeah, just go on like Facebook and look at like any comment section under any literally any post and people mm-hmm. are being racist and homophobic horrible, and horrible human just writing like Trump 2020 on like Everything. A Disney movie announcement. <laughs> don't you guys have anything else to do? No, they don't. They don't. The, they so the do, thing... Because they're the ones going out. Short rant here. The thing I don't understand, amongst other things, <clears throat> is his supporters are, like, obsessed with him. Oh, obsessed. Like, like obsessed. Like, okay... I supported Obama and Obama wasn't perfect, but he was, it was a historical moment. I supported him. Yeah. But I didn't go around wearing like an Obama hat or like flying on a Obama flag. No. Or, you know, like I don't write, you know, people are getting like tattoos. People are mm. like decorating their whole house. They're like boat parades. Just, yeah. Boat parades. And people are like wedding dresses and well, photo I think shoots. it's been clearly established and I don't know if you guys are getting this part out into our international listeners but we call it the the Trump cult um yeah it's definitely cult like it's def- it's way cult like there's like no yeah. other way he's so yeah. i mean the best he's just i don't like using like a small word but he's like dumb He's just so yeah. dumb. So I just don't. Mm. I just don't get it. I mean, I understand supporting like a politician, but like these are just people. They're just they're public servants and they're temporary, and just the like fanatical like yeah. It's like American cult status. Beatles, Beatle main. Yeah, the Beatles were good. And I'm like, yeah. At least pick someone who is. I just don't understand why this person, of all people. I know. Any it's politician. Just, it's the mannerisms. It's the yelling and the not backing down and the no, like, like the standing the ground kind of thing. But like, it's all like fake. Well, it's all yeah, fake strong man stuff. It's the, it's the manner in which he presents everything. Yeah, it's I guess. Confidence. I mean... What do we know? Who knows? Know. I'm, I wonder, I always just wonder what it looks like from the outside because uh, it's in, it's embarrassing sometimes. It oh, really it's is. totally embarrassing. Sorry, yeah. rest of the world and other yeah. fellow Americans who feel the same way. We didn't even really elect him. He lost the popular vote by three million. So <laughs> abolish the electoral college. It's racist in its origins. So, Well, it wasn't even supposed to... St- <sighs> Hold on, history round for a second. So, (laughs) (laughs) the Electoral College, if you don't know, was developed when our founding fathers first started to vote for the president, right? So, George Washington was nominated for the first president of the United States of America during the Constitutional Convention. And he was unanimously said, like, hey, this dude's like Mm -hmm. awesome. Yes, I know he has his flaws now, but like, I will defend George Washington to my grave. I love him. He used to wear pink suits. But anyways. um, (laughs) And then they didn't want him to leave after like eight years. They were like, no, like don't go anywhere. And he was like, no, we just got rid of a king. I don't want to be a king. And so they did the elections again. And then the Electoral College was specifically designed because 
only land owning wealthy white men mm-hmm. were allowed to vote. So no women, no native, no slave, obviously, like nobody. Yeah. Not even other white men. If they were if you were just like a cobbler, you couldn't vote. You had to mm-hmm. own land. And so the, the Electoral College kind of like gathered the small amount of votes and they were like, okay, we know what to do with it. Not now that we have billions of people. It makes no yeah. sense anymore. Yeah. And something that a lot of Republicans um, don't understand is that when the founding fathers developed the Constitution, it was supposed to be an ever-evolving document. Right. It not it's a living document. Yeah, it was not supposed to end with 25 amendments. Like, it, Yeah, that's why there literally are amendments. Yeah. If Alexander Hamilton and Thomas Jefferson like somehow came alive again today and they would be like, why are you still using this thing? You know when we yeah. wrote this? You know we wrote this when like the only thing we drink was beer? Like, and it was like legal to own other humans? Yeah. So anyways. And women couldn't vote? <laughs> and- anyways, guys, the American voting system isn't all it's cracked up to be. It's the moral of the story. <laughs> sure isn't. <laughs> Neither is America, apparently. No. But... We're uh, we're here. We're fighting to make it better. Yes, and um, <sighs> that's our rant. Yes, because we are living in the middle of it. And we it's, are. So it's, it's just right on our sometimes. right in the front of our minds right now. Yeah. <sighs> so we're going to be talking about it for the next couple months until sorry, but not sorry. Our president is no longer Donald Trump. Yeah, cross everything you can cross. Oh God. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Don't and if you are a listener and you support Donald Trump, um, maybe you should not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I doubt. I doubt that that's a thing. <laughs> At this point, I think we've made it very clear where we stand. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that that's um, a thing. For real. I would don't think there's a big cross section of uh, people who practice witchcraft and there. I heard once that there is a like witches for Trump Facebook page. So, uh, I'd be very interested to see what's on that page. No, (laughs) no, yeah, you go infiltrate. Best go infiltrate and get get back. I think it's best if we don't. Actually, no, I think you're right. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't. Okay, let's let's go on to happier topics. Uh, Yes, because I mean, don't you wish you could just wave a magic wand and make it like all go away, or just change it? Absolutely. (sighs) So, guess what we're talking about today? You don't know because I forgot to tell you. I don't. I really don't. (laughs) We're talking about wands today. Ooh, fun. It is a little fun. It's really, really very fun. Um, So this is going to be a little bit of a shorter one just because, I mean, wands are wands and, you know. But uh, yeah, wands. I was just trying to figure out. We have this like list, this like laundry list of ones episodes that we want to do. And I was like, we had one written down because we always like calendar out our episodes. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do that. I don't want to do <laughs> I that don't one. Do it. <laughs> um. So I researched ones, and it was very interesting. And let's talk about it. Let's talk. do it. So my sources are Wikipedia, always, um, wickednow.com, and learnreligions.com. Um, something that I do want to preface, and I think this goes for you as well, um, but I am not a person of Wicca practice. Uh, same. I don't um, have a goddess or deity or god or other that I um, pray or meditate or whatchamacallit to. Um, I'm more of a elemental moon girl, even though I know there are many deities and such and you could do the goddess for the moon too, but I just, uh, it's not my cup of tea. Um, And, but wands are heavy with Wicca. It's like a heavy Wicca thing. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Not that anything I'm going to say uh, would make a difference if you're not, because, I mean, it gets mm-hmm. as a tool. But uh, okay. it's just interesting. 
Yeah. So, um, I mean, today, and especially since, like, Harry Potter came out, wands mm-hmm. have been everywhere. Just, like, everywhere. You I have turn. some. Yeah, I, I have a Harry Potter wand, too. And yeah. um, and I freaking love it. Because mm-hmm. you go to Universal Studios, and you get the map, and you have to do the little things, and then the stuff in the windows move. You go to Ollivander's. Have you done the little show? I've done the show. At Ollivander's, yeah. Yes, and I keep wanting to get picked, but they only pick children. We've gone, um, we go every time, and um, my son has, uh, he has, I guess, like, physical issues. He's in a wheelchair, especially when we go places where he has to walk a lot. We need to take a wheelchair because he can't. Um, So he's always in a wheelchair, and I'm always like, well, maybe they'll pick him because he's in a wheelchair, but they never do. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I never get picked either, but that's because I'm a full-grown woman. Yeah. They always pick kids, yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, you. And I get mad every time. And I turn to 30-something-year-old woman. Yeah, I turn to my Screw husband. Screw all these kids. I'm like, kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why they do it is because they pick kids because they want the kid to convince their parents to buy the wand. Oh, yeah, for sure. So it's like, here, you had this experience with this wand. Now go tell your mommy that you want this wand. Yeah. Yeah. And it's dumb because it's like the $49.99 is the interactive wand and then the non-interactive wand is $39.99. So it's yeah. like, what's the point? Just spend the extra 10 bucks. Exactly. Make your kid freaking stoked for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last time we went, um, we got wands and I let um, I let my son pick his and he picked some one that has like, it's like a cobra. I don't know. I don't think it's uh, Lucius Malfoy's. Place. I used to remember whose it was. I can't remember. I just have one of those. Um, like, you know how they have, like, I think, like, seven of the non-character ones? Yeah, it might have been one of those. I have one of those. Because I didn't want I have, characters. I wanted my own. I have Voldemort's. <laughs> you would. <laughs> you then- would. We went, I don't know why we went. It was like a special occasion because I was like, buy whatever you want. So I bought him like the wand and then like the wand holder. Oh, and then, like, like a little recently after his surgery or something. Something like that. I don't remember. I don't remember. I think you were there. Was I? Oh, no, no. Oh, it was right before his surgery. Oh, it was yeah, last yeah, yeah. November, right before his surgery. It was like three days before he had surgery. Um, it was like my mom's company had like they they uh they do these private parties, mm-hmm. so they shut down. Mm-hmm. Yes, Universal. That's what it was. No, I was there. Yeah, <laughs> you were there both times because like, you and I, there. me, you and him went on just That's the three of Michael us, and then like forty dollars trying to get the fish from the Simpsons. Or no, he was trying to get yes. a from the Simpsons basketball. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. Stood there for like thirty <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that was fun. And Adri was there. Yeah. And like my cousin favorite. and my sister, and like we were all there. It was so fun. I miss people so much. I miss Universal. <laughs> I just miss. I miss people. theme parks. I know. I miss Disney. My okay. I'm done Disney's open, but I refuse to go. No, I'm not going. But yeah, so I mean, once Harry Potter, <laughs> they so when and I don't know if you noticed this, but I definitely noticed this that when Harry Potter came out, the internet kind of exploded with like a witchy resurgence, right? Just I think we've talked about mm-hmm. this in like the. Which yeah. like movies episode, um, which is a good one. Go back and listen to that. Yeah. Um, and there was like a, a resurgence, right? Because we obviously cannot go to Hogwarts, but we can dabble in what we do have, right? Um, yeah. So I think that when that movie came out, wands in particular, because that's like the thing that they're always having in that movie, kind of mm-hmm. like gained some popularity because you can go on Amazon and Etsy and just anywhere and find one up the wazoo. Jess and I and our friends used to have a blog, like a nerdy blog where we would talk about, you know, just like whatever we wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I did, I used to do like the DIY stuff for that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I did a DIY like Harry Potter wand. Thing. You did. Yes, you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, like all the rage. Yeah. And that was years and years ago. Yeah. And we, I mean, we've seen wands in so many things from like Sorcerer in the Stone, Sleeping Beauty, like way back, just wands everywhere. Wands. Yeah. Like when you go by like a child's, or adult, like fairy princess or witch or like sorcerer wizard costume, there's always a wand. Yeah. It's like a thing. And so it's something that I, I mean, it's something that's just always been there. And you like right. don't really think about the practical uses. Right. Um, yeah. And I know, I know this very specifically because I like it was in a witch Facebook group. Um people do use their harry potter wands in their actual practice oh that's interesting Mm -hmm. i find that really interesting yeah but i mean you might just go purchase one on etsy or purchase one anywhere so like what's the difference in the materials you know especially if you feel connected to it go for it yeah hello sit for a spell listeners Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. That is awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Mm Mm-hmm. Get on this too. Special offer for Sit for a Spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better, H E L P.com slash sit for a spell. Okay, well, let's jump into the history because it is interesting. Let's do it. Okay. So, um, appar- apparently, apparently uh wands were introduced um into the occult world um via a book that was written sometime in the 1200s so really long time ago um but not as long as i thought and i'm i mean this is just me assuming i guess but i'm pretty sure they've been used long before that um like yeah i think druids use them a lot too i don't know this is just okay. poking stuff up at this point, but um, so it was a Latin grimoire, and it was called the Oathbound Book of Honoris. And if you're like deep into witch history, craft, occult history, you'll know what this book is. I had no idea what this book was, but apparently, mm-hmm. it's an extremely important book. Um, oh, okay. so again, it's the Oathbound Book of Honoris, and it's a medieval grimoire um, written by Honoris of Thebes. The um, Latin word jartus, which is typically translated to sworn, um, is intended to mean oath-bound. So it comes back to that translation. So it's like a oath-bound book, right? Yeah. Um, the book is one of the oldest existing medieval um, grimoires that we know about. 
um, as well as the most influential, having the wand, as well as a bunch of other um, kind of yeah. like stuff for the craft. So the first um, kind of like for sure historical record is seen um, in an actual record of a trial in 1347. Okay. And um, this was in France. And apparently the like transcriber of this trial said that the book was used for necromancy and it was kind of like used against the defendant. Like, oh, the defendant, this Pepin guy, uh, you was mm-hmm. using the Oathbound Book of Honoris for like necromancy. And that's like the first written record of the book. Yeah, they always turn it against. Always. Yeah, and it's always necromancy. Well. What were these like people doing? Nobody's that interested. Like, relax. Whenever I think about medieval necromancy, I just always think of the scene in Princess Bride um, mm. where they, like, bring him back. And I'm just yeah. like, maybe they just wanted to bring everyone back. They had nothing else yeah. to do. So who knows? I think that's, like, the ultimate, like, sin against God is, like, necromancy. Yeah. So I think that could be why. It could be. You're like only God is supposed to give life. Yeah. And the Renaissance was a huge time of religious growth, but it was also a huge time of religious rebellion. So mm. who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Someone probably knows. Not me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone knows. <laughs> someone knows. Um, so supposedly this book, there was like a conference of like witches, magicians, whatever you're going to call them at that time, Fun. who decided to like get together. And they, like, wrote this book. That would have been... It's like the first Comic-Con. Yeah, but just men. Coven-Con. Coven-Con. There's probably a <laughs> Coven-Con. And we should Probably. Go. I'm down. It has 93 chapters, covers a huge uh, variety of topics, including how to save your soul from purgatory, um, to catching thieves, to finding treasures... Mm. So that's fun. Um, it also has instructions on how to conjure and command demons and to work mm. other magical operations and knowledge of what lies in heaven among highly sought information. So okay. this seems kind of a uh, mixture here. Mixture. Yeah. because Runs the gamut there. Yeah, because usually... And we have said this before, that if you are a person who practices the craft, you can also be a religious person. They do not have to go separate, um, which right. is not surprising at this time that this book was written with both ideas. Um, yeah. So, just interesting. Um, so, the wand idea, back to the wands, um, is in one of the 93 books. It's the Book of Honoris. Um And it would later be that same wand kind of like passage or section or whatever would later be incorporated into another grimoire that was written in the 1500s, which is the Key of Solomon, which is basically like the second best one, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And that this one is an Italian Renaissance grimoire and it has like a lot of like typical Renaissance magic, which again, necromancy herbs and such love that necromancy they just love it man don't know why um (laughs) but the key of solomon that particular book was extremely popular among occultists and so the idea of the wand like kept getting passed down um okay and in 1888 there was a publication of an english translation of the king of solomon um who was one of the co-founders we've talked about this group before the um Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. So, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's been passed down, passed down, whatever, through occult Mm -hmm. groups. And then finally, this guy, Samuel Mathers, got a hold of it and translated it into English. Or at least probably, like, um, was a patron to get it or, like, paid for it. Like, a modern-day producer is what we would call them. um, To do that. But if you've heard my Bible rants... You know that I have issues with documents being translated into English. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just being translated I mean, at all. In general. Who knows? I mean, the phrase, out. the phrase lost in translation exists for a reason. Yes, exactly. So there are a lot of things that like are um, like... I don't know, euphemisms, I guess, that people can take literally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
especially in the English language. So That's why you're not supposed yes. to use Google Translate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anywho, this Mathers guy gets the English translation, starts spreading it around. And this is where it kind of gets into modern, which I'm modern, like turn of the century, 1900s modern, you know, Victorian era stuff. Um, Spreading around into those like occult groups and into Wicca practice. Um, Okay. So the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn is, uh, I think we talked about it real fast, but in another episode, but basically it's a secret society and it's devoted to like um, practices of the occult, metaphysics, paranormal activities. It just like sounds like a real good time. And I think we talked about it in the left hand path. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Because I believe... That's where some of the people originated. They were like originally in the hermetic. <laughs> they were yes, originally that. in the hermetic order, <laughs> and then kind of like moved on to make their own things, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So this group heavily used that translation of the Key of Solomon, and so they heavily used the idea of a wand, and the wand was incorporated into their stuff like all over the place. Um, into their okay. kind of like ritual and tradition and just kind of like normal tools. Um, around this same time or kind of like a little bit after the Rider White Smith deck was developed and that deck was kind of the first one that went away from the traditional use of batons in a tarot deck or in kind of like tarot practice divination to the use of wands. And so now okay. almost every tarot deck literally after that point doesn't use a baton anymore it uses the suit of wands and the tarot decks um the wand interpretation i feel is one of the biggest artistic interpretations that tarot artists make because pentacles i mean you can't really change that up pentacle or a coin or whatever cups you it's a cup you know you can't you know yeah um a sword so I mean, in the tarot deck, we used a lot the wild unknown. It's plants. It's like like vines and roses and things sticks. like that. Sticks. Um, yeah. In others, it's literal wands, staffs, things like that. So yeah. um, it's kind of one a little bit more open to interpretation. But I think, again, that imagery, especially in tarot, kind of like propels wands more into practice just because it's another yeah. really well-known visual tool yeah yeah all right so i mean what do we even need a wand for what do people even use wands for flare flare kind of yeah yeah i'm into it (laughs) um and it depends yeah and it depends on who you are and what your practice is and you might just specifically want one to kind of like have that tool in your tool belt and just it looks nice on your altar. Someone gifted it to you, but you might not use it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but then you might have one that actually you use consistently in your practice. So if you do, then you already know, preaching to the choir over here. Um, but if you don't, then this is what you would do, use it for. So generally, it's to channel and direct energy. Okay. You're going to have either, generally they're wood, okay? Um, so it's going to either be the wood itself, um, but more likely than not, there is going to be some kind of gemstone or crystal attached to the tip of your wand, or at least okay. on there somewhere. And then that, using that, you're essentially just kind of like directing. It's like a pointer that a teacher might use, you know? Um, yeah. So you can use this to um, invite and encourage rather than command just because it's a little bit more I don't know I don't know if fantastical is the right word but yeah um, they represent apparently um, air and fire elements and so um, really good to use in spell work to use in casting your circle um, to use in directing energy to a specific object so Say, for example, you are um, 
say, for example, you are going to cast a circle, right? And if you do a call to the elements, you might point to the um, different elemental things you might have in front of you. Um, you may call to the corners with it and point into the different north, south, east, and west. Um, okay. You might then point it even to yourself just to direct those energies, right? Yeah. Um, if you're doing spell work, then say like you're making a sachet or um, like a, a spell bag or some, you know, we had that episode. You mm -hmm. might um, point towards the bag when you're done, when you're closing your circle, when you're doing your incantation, when you're doing your um, intentions. You might like point it that way to kind of like direct that energy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's... It's like an, like an external, like, focus. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. A point I mean, of focus. It makes sense. Some people need that, like tangible thing to focus their energy mm -hmm. so that's really that's cool for those for people who need it yeah um so it's just that's exactly it it's just something to kind of direct energy and even if it's just kind of like a i don't know like just something that you use just to kind of like get your head in the game or kind of help you with your medication to, or medication yeah. <laughs> help you with medication that's fine too. meditation um to mm -hmm. have something tangible a lot of people like tangible um tools when they practice yeah and so it's just like instead of imagining or trying to like feel that energy you're using your wand as a way yeah. to direct that energy so yeah and i never thought about it before in that in those terms yeah because again we talk about Harry Potter all the time, but they there is an eventual. Uh, eventually, in Harry Potter, they show that you don't really need the wand mm -hmm. to do like the spells and stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's really it's really useful to have that again tangible thing to focus on in the beginning, especially if you're just beginning, or if you find things are. Um, some things are just harder for you yeah to have that like reminder thing mm -hmm. to focus on like this this is going to focus all of my energy exactly that's really cool i hadn't really thought about it that way yeah uh, i'm just saying I, the thing that i'm saying is really cool <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah that is a good point <laughs> yeah excellent point <laughs> good point me good point that's funny <laughs> um so going along with this you you have two options um, of how you are going to acquire this wand. Okay. So okay. I know you have three options, but um, to people who do practice with the wand, it's a very personal thing. Um, yeah. So uh, for example, tarot decks, right? There are some people who are very solidly in the camp that a tarot deck needs to be purchased for you as a gift. Right. Right. And then there are people solidly in the camp. No, like how am I supposed to get a tarot deck I want if, yeah, you know, if I don't feel a connection to it. And then there's some people in the middle. Like, I'm kind of in the middle, more leaning to, no, I'm going to buy what I want to buy. Um, but that's just me. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'll take me, same. one if you want to give me one. Yeah. I'll buy me whatever you want. And just <laughs> give me tarot decks. I'm fine with it. Um, but, I mean, it doesn't need to be that to me personally. So, same thing kind of with a wand, right? You can be gifted um, or you can purchase it. The most common, however, is to make it yourself. Um, okay. And it's actually quite a simple process. Super simple. Yeah. Um, basically, if you know you want a particular type of wood, which I will discuss wood types in a second, um, you can go to where that wood is found in nature and just scavenge. Um, just look for things. Some people do feel that you can prune from a tree. If you're going to use it as a tool, think the tree, think the energies. Um, some people are in the camp that you just need to scavenge it from what fell to the ground. Up okay. to you. Whatever floats your boat. Um, and then you essentially get crystals, gemstones, whatever mounting materials, um, and your stick of whatever size you would like it to be um, mm -hmm. you can shape that like you can sand it down you can lacquer it you can paint it you could use it all natural um, which is probably what I would do um, mm -hmm. just because it's cool and it looks nice and I like that aesthetic and I just feel like yeah. closer to nature you know 
Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't want to mess um, up too much. So once you have all your materials, you essentially just put it all together. And I know people that use hot glue guns or um, who yeah. might drill into the crystals delicately and into the wood to connect them that way. Um, different wood glues, resins, what have you. So much variety. Like, yeah, do whatever craft that you are comfortable with. Because it's fine. And if it falls apart. Like just personal life, however you yeah, exactly. feel. Um, you can carve into it uh, runes, symbols, words, incantation, whatever, depending on what you want. Um, now, when you do wrap, um, generally there's something wrapped around it. One of the really common things is copper wire, just because of the conductivity of it's copper wire. Yeah, yeah. Um, is really good. A lot of people might use leather, yarn, ribbon, whatever. You can use whatever you want. And then generally there is a pointed, um, one of the most popular is to use a pointed quartz at the top. Oh, okay. So like clear, smoky, rose, whatever. Um, depending, that is kind of like your catalyst stone. Mm -hmm. um, you could also thread other ones through your wire or whatever you're using all the way down. Glue other ones on. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you feel is going to enhance your practice. So, so let's um, get into a little bit more detail specifically about the wood. So I'm not going to read you every single one of these because there's a lot. <laughs> but How many types of wood are there? Um, one like a million, like in the there's, world. Oh yeah, there's so many. But apparently, this list is kind of like the go-to. So let's see. Um, alder wood is uh, courage, strength, communication with the other side. So kind of like divination. Um, cool. Apple wood, healing, love, and fertility. Um, abundance. Ash wood. Uh, again, healing, protection, purification. A lot of these are going to kind of be the same thing. Um, and it's kind of like an all-around kind of good wood if you just want one okay. for everything. Uh, bamboo. Luck, protection, prosperity, stability, strength. Uh, beach wood. Creativity, imagination. Birch. Cool. Very common. You can find birch a lot of places. Um, grounding, cleansing, fertility, rebirth. Mm. Uh, cedar, again, super easy to find. Um, yeah. Wisdom, protection, purification, longevity. Cherry, um, which would be beautiful to use. Yeah. Um, healing, love, grounding, creativity. Elderwood, um, wisdom, healing, prosperity, banishing. Banishing. Mm. Specific. Mm -hmm. Elmwood. Um, again, these are every single one says protection. I'm not going to say protection all these times, but just okay. know whatever wood you use will protect you. <laughs> um, elm wood, protection, healing, transformation. Oh, see, I said protection anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, elm is interesting connection with nature spirits. Oh, fun, cute. Uh, eucalyptus, healing, cleansing exorcism so oh, very specific very hazel um wisdom clarity psychic work oh this one's funny because it's hollywood but mm -hmm. it's not hollywood it's holly, holly weird <laughs> for reals um peace strength and courage maple another super easy to come by um strength power vitality travel uh, oak, strength, power, wisdom, truth, endurance, pine. In California, it's all over the freaking place. Um, creativity, prosperity, purification. So purification is kind of a good one there. Rosewood, love and knowledge, healing, compassion, willow. Oh, willow, moon magic. Love, oh, just divina say, love a willow divination tree. and grief. So that one's pretty good. And, uh, I've never seen a willow tree in person. I don't... I think I have. Are they in the South? I've been to the South. I think they're in the South. I couldn't tell you if I've seen one. 
I love a willow tree. I've been to a lot of southern battlegrounds. Yes, I'm that weird person who goes to battlegrounds. Um, sure. So I'm probably <laughs> seen one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, willow. I love willow trees. They're gorgeous in pictures mm. that I've seen. Um, right. You, longevity and complex magic. So if you're going to get super deep. Crazy with it. And I mean... Who's to say you couldn't, like, find three similarly sized twigs or thin branches and connect them together to make, like, the ultimate... You can't see me, but I'm like... She's doing the... Wand thing. Well, no, I'm doing it. You can't see me. I'm doing it, too. She... (laughs) She's doing the but you know what I mean. One hand, just like you <laughs> can do that because you can make whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, especially I like that idea. Like the um more softer, young kind of like supple branches, and you can braid them together. Have a braided wand with like crystal braided in there. Oh my god! Love Ideas it. here. Um, wonderful. So that's all the woods I'm going to read. But those are kind of like the go to easy to find ones obviously yeah. there's like so much wood in the world use what you is got. there isn't there ever too much no we need more trees no. <laughs> yeah we need way more trees um so yeah so going back to crystals for just like a second um we've done an entire episode on crystals i've talked it was like our second episode yeah something like that i've done a i think we've both talked in detail about crystal uses in like the spell bag episode and some of the other episodes. So right. There, there's a lot. We really break it down for you. Yeah. There's a crystals, crystals episode and then this yes spell bag episode. Go listen if to you crystals really want to know. Mm-hmm. Um. So the point here the moral of the story is you choose the crystals that resonate with you right you can choose ones that are very just personal to you you can choose ones that will um kind of enhance the uh characteristics of the wood um either at an aesthetic point of view or just like for example maple strength power vitality travel you might want a crystal that will kind of go along with those same same things um like if you're using a rosewood um, piece of what do you call it? Branch, stick, twig. Wood. Uh, you might want to use a rose quartz because it's for love, knowledge, psychic yeah. work. Again, but with the psychic work, you might also want to use um, a clear quartz, or you might want to use a smoky quartz. You know, to kind of enhance that, or you might want to yeah. put them all on there. Put them yeah. all, or like you know, if you're if you are uh, not into learning about all the crystals, clear quartz, smoky quartz are very good. Yeah, all around amethyst, very good all around mm-hmm. general. Yeah, uh, crystals they for pretty much everything. Cover all your bases. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, just look at all your crystals that you have. Go to a shop and support lo- your local craft mm-hmm. not craft store like in michael's but like you gem know, store gem store new age store what have you and yeah. uh, see what they have you'd be surprised they're all over there there's more around you than you probably think yeah mm-hmm. definitely so and there's a lot of really cool like geological stores like rock stores right right um, yeah i was just gonna i was literally just gonna say that like even if you don't think there's like a like a mystical store in your area, mm-hmm. there's probably like a rock store, a, ge- a rock store, a gem store. Yeah. And they will have like geodes and they'll have raw stones. They'll have tumbled stones. They'll have them shaped. They'll have fossils. Yeah. So and they're probably in there less expensive at like a rock store than like a mystical yeah. store. Mm-hmm. So there's one. Um, we only live like 15 minutes away from each other, but you have to take like two freeways to get there because it's California, but, um, yeah. Uh, but there's one in between us, like right in the middle, there's one. Um, yeah, but it's a, it's a rock store. It's not like a mystical store. Most of our mystical stores, you're going to have to go into like Los Angeles or downtown areas. 
yeah more we're like we're more in like east inland um yeah we're in the the beach yeah yeah we are (laughs) my sister so this is off topic but my sister um had to come over for personal reasons and um she lives by the beach but she was over here and it was like 90 degrees you know which is normal for here Mm -hmm. she's like oh my god it's so hot she was like melting it was like nine o'clock in the morning i'm like this isn't even the hot part of the day like you need to relax she's so used to being by the beach where it's like 80 degrees at all times basically yeah I thought that was fun. No complaining from her. No. <laughs> None. But yeah, so you can find them everywhere. Um, yeah. Let's see. Again, you can use uh, points. You could use rounds. You could use raw, whatever calls to you, whatever you want to use. Um, mm-hmm. And then kind of like along with that, there's this kind of like little thing um, with putting the stones or before putting the stones on there, I think. So I'm just going to read this to you. Um, So hold the crystal in your right hand and feel this universal energy flow through your crown and feet into your heart, down through your arm and out through the crystal. You can direct energy in this way to cast a magical circle to empower an object with magic and uh, positivity to activate energy or to send someone healing energy and love. So um, kind of like how you hold on to things. Um, so you could do that before you attach it. You can do it um, when your wand is already made and that's like what you're doing with it. It's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Kind of cool. That is cool. And then again, um, I like it. carve things in there, add charms, add little doodads, add whatever you want. Whatever yeah. you want. Ribbons. Wonderful. Some crystals, like Swarovski crystals. Do it up. Do, yeah. do sequins, you or you, know, you can use litter. literally the stick you find off the floor that you love and just leave it yeah you can put feathers find a crow Ooh. feather stick it on there oh, do you so connect cute. to the beach seagull I stick mean, a seagull on there wash <laughs> <laughs> the whole seagull you're like just stay here seagull flies away with your wand you're just like wrapping it around <laughs> just gone <laughs> like oh well it's like thanks it's meant to be the seagull will come back to you the crow would probably take it more than the seagull would oh definitely and then it would hate you forever especially if you put Swarovski crystals on it i read a story about a man who pissed off a crow he like threw something at it one time mm, don't do that like walking from his apartment to his um car mm-hmm. and that every morning after that the crow would start attacking him every time he came he like went to his car <laughs> and eventually the crow met a lady crow so Ooh. then he taught her how to attack this man oh my god and then they had babies and then the babies started attacking this man too <laughs> <laughs> it was like a generational <laughs> grudge hatred <laughs> against this man because <laughs> like one time he threw a rock or something at the at the crow i'm like well maybe you got what you deserved don't throw things at crows crows they are so remember. smart you remember so funny remember. so i mean that's i mean that's basically a wand in a nutshell they're not very uh complicated they're an extremely yeah. simple tool Easy to Seems use. very um, intuitive. Yeah. And it's, I mean, easy to use, easy to find, easy to make. We can literally go on Etsy and thousands and thousands of ones will pop up from super simple to extremely intricate uh, to metal to wood to whatever. Or like you Beth know. said, like if you re- literally want like Hermione Granger's wand, you could buy Hermione Granger's wand and use that. You could stick a crystal on there or don't. Yeah. It's up to you. Or don't. We're not your boss, so. No. Would your boss tell you how to use a wand? That'd be a cool boss. He's like, hey, hey, Johnson, stick a crystal on that. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Anywho. (laughs) It's been a long day, guys. Folks, it's been a long day. Um, 
It really has when I took a nap. <laughs> but yeah. Maybe that's why. Um, so one other thing I kind of just want to throw at you here is that um, another extremely common magical tool that one who practices the craft might use is an athame, um, the ritual knife, right? And okay. the ritual knife... Um, kind of does the same thing. Um, kind of the same thing. So obviously you can like, some people use theirs to like actually cut things like when you're cutting physical cords, um, cutting herbs to go into your spell bags, uh, cutting herbs and flowers and such that you're actually going to use, um, like in a spell or your practice. If you're a kitchen witch, could you use that to like cut up your ingredients? I don't see why not. It's just kind of like a fancy, it's a fancy knife. A fancy um, knife. But some people have a very specific one that they might use in different areas, right? Um, okay. As to not like, I don't know, cross-contaminate energies or such. Um, yeah. And, but it's a very similar use. So it's a tool for directing your energies and it's a tool yeah. for pr- putting energies into your work. So sometimes um, there are people who do say, well, you don't need a wand if you have an athame because you can kind of do the same kind of like pointing and directing of energies, especially right. if you're connected to that. And again, if this, unless you're really handy dandy with met- metal work, this is something that you would probably purchase. Um, and you mm-hmm. can, again, purchase them with things inlaid into the handle, runes carved in, um, words carved in. So, again, kind of very similar, yeah. but it just kind of has a, an extra use. Yeah. You can things with it. You so, cut stuff with it. Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool. And I just wanted to be like these. Sure. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't do that. That's your jam. We're not condoning murder. No, never. Um, so yeah, if you want to, if you don't want to, like a fancy, fancy wand, um, you can use your mm-hmm. same, same kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Or you can have both. Might be a little easier to explain if somebody finds it. Yeah, a lot of people have both. I mean, to do separate things, but um, say you forgot your wand or you don't, you forgot your wand when you were going into your circle or whatever. You don't want to go back and get it. You have your thing with you. You could use it. Same thing. Use that. Love it. So that's wands. Very cool. Yeah, that's it. I like that. I never even thought about like uh, actual real life like wand usage before which is like kind of dumb because of course people use them all the time mm-hmm. nice yeah Thanks super simple straight to the point easy peasy nice. love it love it it's great yeah. well that was good that was really nice um i love those like little simple mm-hmm. we get a lot of questions from like people who are just beginning on like tips on how to start or where to start mm-hmm. i think that's one of those that's pretty useful for someone who's just beginning yeah, totally. Especially like we said, if you need that that like physical reminder or physical focus to mm-hmm. enhance yeah. what you're trying to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, thanks for that. I don't think I have I- any witchy moments at the moment. I don't. I have started decorating for Halloween. Can we talk about that. <laughs> I started decorating for Halloween for sure candles <laughs> that i don't like because it's too hot um, um garlands I feel, like, I feel like i mostly i'm decorated for halloween most of the year anyway <laughs> yeah i usually just don't like take down stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> i just i like the sort of um you know like weird or spooky stuff anyway it's kind yeah. of like there's stuff that i enjoy around mm-hmm for sure. So I, that could be why. There's also like a ton of Godzillas around my house. So many Godzillas. My son loves Godzilla. So there's Godzillas. There's like skulls and mm-hmm. there's crystals everywhere. <laughs> I have been using more candles lately. Yeah, nice. Um, I have, so my cats, they're bigger now. So they're not really jumping on everything. They're sleeping more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as they get older, they start to sleep more just because that's what cats do. So I feel more comfortable putting stuff out. They're not so 
like super curious about everything. So I've been able to put more stuff out, which has been nice. That is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have, I was going to, I think it was like the last full moon. I was like trying to think what I wanted to put out. Um, as my collection has grown, I have different spots in my house where I have like different kind of like groupings for like the different yeah. like areas. And before I would kind of like put everything outside, like I have this tray, I'd put everything on the tray. Yeah, I don't think I could do that anymore. <laughs> I just have to like, now I kind of like, yeah, now I kind of just think <laughs> about what I'll be using or like what might be important to me in the yeah. coming months. Um, like there's jewelry I wear every day. Um, yeah. Then there's things that I keep by my bedside, like things like that or more important yeah. pieces on my like altar. Um, yeah. I'll gather like those few things and put them out. That's good. I finally did recharge all my crystals by the last full moon because they'd been kind of put away for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did find, um, you know, like I was making those little, ne- those like crystal necklaces. Yeah. With, like the wire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had this amethyst one that I was wearing like all the time mm-hmm. and I lost yep. it and I found it. Oh, nice. Excellent. Like, Yay. So I wore it for like a week straight, even though I don't go anywhere. But um, I was excited because I found it. I missed it. It's just like my little comfort. I wore it every, yeah, like, all I the time everywhere. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I'm glad I found I'm glad it. I found that. Yeah. Yeah. I go through, yeah. I switched purses the other day. And I was like, well, there's where these five crystals were. <laughs> there's all my crystals. Because <laughs> I, I keep a very specific amethyst with me all the time. And mm-hmm. like when work started and stuff again, you shift bags. And I was like, where are these things? And then I put my stuff back into a smaller bag. And I was like, oh, it's been in here the whole time. Yeah, of course. <sighs> Crystals everywhere. Everywhere. And then my sister, same sister, gave me like a little bag of crystals. Like more crystals. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't need more crystals. But I'm like, I'll take them. She's like, do you want these? And I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, thank you. Thank yes. you very much. They're just like raw it's just like all the, um, I'm looking at them right now, all the like standard, there's like rose quartz, there's a citrine, there's um, amethyst, clear quartz, smoky quartz. Mm-hmm. Just nice. Um, yes. Just the norm, you know, the, the standards. Yeah. You know what I mean, like but they're big. They're like this big. Oh, nice. I they're love like, a big. Well, you guys can't raw. see. They're like two inches. Big raw hunks of crystal are like my favorite yeah. things. Love. She got them from her Reiki master who got them from a client of hers who passed away. Hmm. And she said when she passed away, her husband told the Reiki master, uh, Tammy, she was like, do you want these? Like, she, they meant a lot to her. But like, I don't know what to do with them. So, like, do you want them? She was like, yes. Oh, that's nice. So, she said there was like thousands of them. Oh. Thousands of them. So. That's nice. That's nice. It's mm-hmm. like they're. They were they were cherished, so yeah. I'll continue to like take care, really good care of them. That's nice. That's very yeah. Nice. All right. Well, well, I think that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, one. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Next week we're gonna. Um, oh, I'll just real quick. Last week is that when we talked about doppelgangers? Yeah. Um, I realized after we finished recording that I had this whole other segment about celebrity doppelgangers that we never even talked about. <laughs> yeah. When I was editing, I was like, I think she talked about that. I didn't. Yeah. I was like, oh man. Cause, I was, uh, but oh, well, just look them up. Just literally Google celebrity doppelgangers. There's yeah. It's like when you're in the moment and like, like for example, today I had my Google doc open. I like, we usually make like a document or something and like, yeah, mine basically looks like a, like college outline because it looks like a paper like an yeah academic paper. and um when you're going through it and you're talking like sometimes you can lose your plate it's so easy oh my goodness yeah it was just like the end section that i was like oh i never even like scrolled down to this part yeah <laughs> so. oh well it's <laughs> funny <laughs> i've yeah. done that can't remember what it was about but i know i've done that where there's like a whole paragraph and i was like god yeah for sure but um yeah so Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you're interested, just Google it. Yeah. Next week, we're going to be talking about animal omens. I'm really excited about that. Which one. I'm really excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I literally put a meaning to like everything. Same. <laughs> like, 
what does this dragonfly mean? Like, exactly. I've been seeing a lot of dragonflies lately. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what do they mean? Dragonflies and butterflies I've been seeing a ton of in my backyard. Nice. So we put up our little like above ground pool. So we spend a lot more time back there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see them all the time. But I'm like, Spi- I see a spider. What does that mean? You know, I do that all the time. So I'm yeah. excited to learn more about it. Good. I'm super excited. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. We are still in the middle, almost to the end of our giveaway. Um, I think we have another week when this comes out. Something like that. Just a few days, I think. Yeah. Or no. The- this comes out on the... 27th? Oh, yeah. You're right. Just a few more days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Monday it ends on the August 31st. Unless you're listening to this in the future... Then it's already over. It's over. Let's pick another month. We had a couple people who said that they listened to it in the month that we, we that we mentioned. Uh-huh. So June 2021. If you're listening to this, June 2021, <laughs> it's been over for a while. Where have you been? It's been over for a year. <laughs> yeah. Where, why are you coming here so late? <laughs> but welcome. Uh, but thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate oh, it. Man. But yeah, it um, ends August 31st. It ends August 31st. All you have to do is rate and review um, wherever you listen to podcasts, if it's available. Um, if it's not, just send us a screen and send us a screenshot of your rate review. Um, but it, like Spotify doesn't have that feature apparently. So um, just send us a screenshot that you're following us mm-hmm. on your wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. DM it to us. Mm-hmm. That way we can keep track of you. Yeah. And we will pick a winner. You get a tarot deck and you get a private reading with a tarot reader. Mm-hmm. So very cool prize. Yes. If I say so myself. It's super um, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go on to our Instagram at sit for a spell pod to, you know, read all of everything I just told you. And yeah. um the rules are in, um, we shared a lot, but the rules are in a story highlight. And then, yeah, so again, all you have to do, rate, review, subscribe, screenshot. You can, I mean, if you listen on Apple and you do Spotify, you can do both. That's fine. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. So enter. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed be. be.